Hey my friends, I hope you're having a good week. Welcome to the Huddle Wisdom Podcast. My name is Dr. Devin Tan. I'm a child and a forensic psychiatrist. Uh, this is the Huddle Wisdom Podcast where we talk about parenting. We discuss parenting, uh, sorry, mental models that help you in your parenting life. They're simple frameworks that allow you to navigate the tricky trickiness that is family life and this week i want to talk about a critical component that makes you a super effective parent and i'm not talking about empathy although empathy is of course a, another fundamental aspect of good enough parenting in my point of view and if you've been following us for the past year uh, you'd know this if this is the first time you're coming to to visit us uh, welcome uh, a lot of what we talk about has to do with how we connect uh, better with our family our kids and other people important people in our lives and um, because I think in order for our communities to thrive, it's really important that we learn to connect with one another. And when I say connect, I mean both uh, psychologically, emotionally, mentally, and as cheesy as it sounds, spiritually. Um, I don't have any other better word than that to describe the sense of feeling drawn towards um, each other. Uh, you know when you are catching up with a good friend uh, and sometimes you might be uh, in, in, in a state of flow um, in your interaction. You know, you're, you're, the, the vibes are great. You know, you can you, you almost know what the other person is thinking. You, you're connected. You, you have a sense of where each other are coming from. Uh, and it, there's almost this tangible uh, internal pull, this emotional pull. Uh, it's hard to describe, but it's not intangible. It's tangible because you can feel it. You know, it's something, something powerful and strong and magnetic. So that's what we talk about here in the podcast, how to harness and cultivate and foster um, the, the software that we all have in, in our being, in our brains, in our, in our souls, in our bodies, that helps us to uh, more efficiently run the machinery of everyday interactions. Um, some lofty lofty things there for me to say but i i believe a lot of this stuff i use a lot of this stuff in my working life and i'm proud to say that um, for the majority of my patients i've got very good relationships with them and they feel connected with me i feel connected with them and we do some very good work together um, go ask any of my patients also go ask any of the parents that um that that i've had the 
absolute pleasure and privilege to work with. They can tell you. All right, so the other thing is none of this is uh, magic. It's none of this is uh, none of this requires a great level of um, super intelligence. You don't have to be a genius. You just have to be uh, someone who's keen to connect with another person in a very real, authentic way. That's all it requires. And um, listen, uh, I was saying uh, a couple of nights ago when I put out a little video on um, LinkedIn and Facebook, uh, I said, you know, trying not to be dumb is much better than trying to be too smart. And for most of us, if you're anything like me, actually, sorry, I don't mean to dis uh, be disrespectful, talking more about me. If you're anything like me, I often feel that trying not to be dumb is all I can manage. But you know what? If you resonate with that, uh, that's, in my opinion, all you need to be a good enough parent. You know, right there, just trying not to be too dumb is good enough. <laughs> uh, so welcome to the podcast, my friends. Um, <laughs> if you're here and you're trying not to be too dumb, you're in good company. This week, I'm going to share my thoughts about what I think is the critical bit that makes you a great parent, a super effective parent, actually. Um, and it's not empathy. So what am I talking about? The critical feature of being an effective parent is knowing yourself. It's not rocket science, knowing yourself. And so it behoves, behooves you. What's the correct term? Is it behoves, behooves, behooves, behooves you to uh, learn about your own rhythms, your own ways of thinking, uh, your triggers, the things that cause you to react in extreme ways, knowing yourself will help you to be an effective parent. Effective parents know how to exert emotional and psychological control over themselves. But it takes skill and practice and awareness, self-awareness. Like with most things, that's worth doing or mastering in life. Uh, it's not easy, but it's absolutely doable. And you can be good enough to do a super effective job. But you have to be willing to do some work. Um, the other thing to realize is parenting, there's no one set of parenting guidelines that works all the time okay if you if you if you're a parent you know this parenting is an art it's not a connect the dots kind of kind of uh, affair you know there's no instruction manual there's no in fact, the, the, the whole problem with parenting and why it feels so tricky is because there is no step-by-step -step manual. You know, God forgot to put, to, to put 
an instruction manual in the womb with the baby. You know, that's a mistake. Okay, I'm <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was a bad joke. Uh, bad joke. But it's true. You, you need, you, I think, in my view, it's much better to have to be prepared, right? You, you may not, obviously you cannot predict what's going to come tomorrow. You can't even predict what's going to happen in the next second. But if you are prepared, then, well, you're better prepared. And, you know, the outcomes of whatever decision you're going to make in the near future about something that's going to happen in the near future, something that you can't predict, the outcomes are going to be better. Okay? So a system of some basic essential principles are going to help you immensely. But those essential principles uh, in my book are much better applied by people who are self-aware. Parents who are self-aware and can self-reflect can make any parenting principle work effectively for them. So I give you an example from well, my life, but observing uh, parents over the years and also um, parents of parents um, over the years and kids, families, uh, my patients, friends, family, um, you know, they'll, they'll talk about these parenting courses, these programs, seminars by uh, well-known parenting gurus. By the way, I don't consider myself a parenting guru. I'm just another parent. Just sharing stuff that I think works. But, uh, you know, you, you, you'll have people report back after going to an amazing seminar by so-and-so or doing an amazing course um, and they rave on and on about it, about how amazing it's helped them, etc., etc. Uh, but then you get mixed reviews, right? Like with most things in life, you're always going to get mixed reviews. Uh, some people think a seminar was, you know, as great as sliced bread. Uh, and then someone else thinks it was completely a waste of time. It didn't work. One overarching theme I've come to discover or learn is that um, it, it, it doesn't really matter who delivers the message or the package in which information comes it is the receiver that uh, is the key piece that makes whatever principle it is that's being espoused uh, work it's it's the it's the person it you know it um you know it, the, the message gets received by the receiver and the receiver um, takes that message, takes that information, owns it and then uh, makes it their own and then it becomes super effective because they've learned how to apply it properly and well in their situation. 
they can tweak it, they can uh, engineer it to work for them in their situation. They can apply principles um, flexibly and adaptively. The ones that you know don't make it work so well don't have that skill. They don't have that uh, range of skill. And I think it's because they lack self-awareness or the, they, they haven't practiced uh, self-reflection very well. Uh, sorry, they, they, they don't practice self-reflection as an everyday exercise. And some people are just intuitive, you know, whether they, uh, they self-reflect, I, I don't know, but I'm quite sure that intuitive people are naturally inclined to self-reflect. They think more about um, uh, their, their impact in the world around them. They have a, an awareness of what's going on around them and within themselves. So I think when they install a principle or a piece of information that they've learned from someplace, uh, they, they're able to, because they're so self-aware uh, and reflective, they're able to test the principle in real time in different situations. And then they can very quickly um, learn from self-feedback, if you know what I mean. And then they can very quickly uh, tweak a technique or um, a, an approach in keeping with the principle because they've been able to self-reflect. And um, having that awareness, I think, helps you to, um, to almost work in a kind of um, lab you know, you're uh, applying a principle in a scientific way, um, like in a lab, and you're constantly testing whether it works in real life. You're constantly getting feedback, and you're recognizing um, what works and what doesn't, and you're constantly testing. Um, and because you're self-reflective, you know that you're testing. But someone who's not that self-reflective, um, it won't even go through that process. They, 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 they won't even know that they should be doing that to make a principle more effective. I hope this is making sense. You know, like I was saying before, parenting isn't a connect the dot exercise. You know, people um, that have kind of like... Uh, surface level understanding of things you know to get from a to b you have to do uh a b c right or one two three yeah but people who have an intuitive sense of what's going on might find alternative ways to move from a to b uh, you know they still get the same outcome but somehow they they, they, they get the result more effectively, more efficiently, or more creatively. 
And I think that requires some self-awareness, insight. Okay, so um, the expression of principles being worked out in real life will appear different every time in different situations. I hope that makes sense. So over over time, in the long run, right, it's better to have this process of being able to learn and relearn um, how one is applying information or a principle to make it work well. So, so it's not the principle that you learn that is the thing that's going to help you to reach a certain goal. Uh, because that's just part of it, right? So the thing that helps you to reach a certain goal is ultimately you. It's you. It's your ability to learn and relearn and reiterate. And that requires self-reflection. So the message is you have to learn how to self-reflect. You have to learn to take a step back and um, practice some uh, mindfulness, some, um, some degree of insight is required uh, of you when you're practicing mindfulness. And if you don't practice mindfulness, try it. Um, I'm not going to talk about mindfulness here, but it's just one method, one principle, one approach that you can take in order to build up your insight muscles, your ability to self-reflect. Um, you can do it in other ways too. Um, and I don't really care how you get there. Um, the fact is that go and learn how to self-reflect. Go and learn how to be insightful. Um, we all have the hard way. But some of us run on, <laughs> run on very old software. And it takes, uh, and we need to update it. You know, we need to constantly update the software. Okay. Some of us are still running on MS-DOS. Okay, we want to be running on Windows 11 or 12 or 13 or whatever. Okay, you don't want to be <laughs> MS-DOS. Uh, it's solid, stable, but you know, a little bit rigid. You want something a little bit more flexible. <laughs> can handle multiple windows. <laughs> uh, all right, so... So, you know, mental models... Mm, uh, are only as effective as the, the, the person that uses them. Um, but I am a firm believer in having good mental models, obviously. But in order to make them work well, you have to self-reflect. And, um, <laughs> and there's, there's tons of resources out there. Um, uh, one, resources, one resource which I think you should be looking into is my resources, um, huddlewisdom.com. Um, check out huddlewisdom.com uh, forward slash practice. Um, and I invite you to, 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 to do it. it. It's my course on um, empathic discipline. It also teaches you to self-reflect, um, but not in those terms, but you know, by virtue of the kinds of mental models that we teach in that course, uh, you can't help but self-reflect, right? 
so that's enough of a plug from, from me there. But what you find is that um, when you can fully absorb mental models and make it your own, um, you use these models in a variety of possible ways, different ways. Um, it doesn't matter what situation it is. You can be flexible. You can be adaptive. You make the mental model work for you. Um, but you really do need to invest in your own education, your own self. You need to spend time reflecting on your own practices. If you're going to master the art of parenting or any art, otherwise you're not going to change anything. You're going to plateau. So what I encourage anyone to do is if you want to get better at anything, you need to learn how to self-reflect. You need to learn how to journal or keep a log of some sort. I don't know what medium you'd like to use, but some kind of recording device. Uh, and I don't mean technological recording device. You know, I, uh, I mean it in the, the strictest uh, way, you know, a device, right, writing things down, um, rec actually recording your voice, uh, recording yourself on video, and making mental notes, whatever device you use, okay? You need to be keeping a log of your experiences, how you interacted, how you approached a certain um, problem, uh, what were the outcomes of, of you trying to sort out that problem? Were you successful? Were you not successful? What could you have done better? You need to start reflecting, okay? In order to get better at parenting or any skill, you need to start reflecting. What did I do well? What did I do well? Um, go, go get some books out. Go get some resources. Go check out the Huddle Wisdom courses. Um, don't really mind what you do. Just, just self-reflect. <laughs> That's the message for today, my friends. Um, and, and circling back, I think this is the critical maybe maybe one of because uh, I don't claim uh, to know everything about how things work but I would say that self-reflection is a fundamental feature of making any mental model work seriously do it <laughs> okay enough preaching from me my friends uh, thank you so much for joining me today and um, I wish you well for the week uh, I'll speak to you next week next week I hope to talk about um, how you raise good people uh, unless something else um, inspires me to talk about something else uh, I'm going to be talking about how to raise good people next week so stay tuned for that and uh, by the way, um, real if if you could, I would be so grateful if you just pause the pause the tape right now uh, and leave us a five star review. It goes a long way. I'd be I'd be so grateful. Um, helps increase our visibility. It'll, it'll help us out. Um, the other thing is, you know, if you find it find find this helpful, please share it with your friends and your family, your students, colleagues, whoever. Uh, anyone who you think could benefit, um, 
yeah, really appreciate that. So anyway, yeah, my name is Devin Tan. I'm a psychiatrist, a dad, host of the Hollywood Wisdom Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm so grateful for you being here. And yeah, I'll catch you next time. Cheers.